show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over everything. No, Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, motherfucker. I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. Wait. Get around. Oh, he's late. Yo, 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 yo. Is he? Yeah, he's late. George Washington Bridge got a, a huge accident. He took the George Washington Bridge, and he's stuck. He's, he's not going to get here for at least another, i say, 20, 30 minutes. Really? Yeah, George Washington's messed up. I don't know why he doesn't listen to the to the news in the morning to see what bridges are good. That's what I do every morning, to see which way mm-hmm. is the best way to come in. Well, good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. It's Monday! Happy Monday. How was your weekend? Uh, I was in Detroit over the weekend. You was in the D. Yes, I was. I did a couple of things. First of all, you know I have some properties there, so I've been having some issues right now. It's just all kinds of problems, but this one's um, with DTE. That's the energy company out there. They cut off the power. I don't know why, and I can't even get any answers. See? I think they said they found some cables in the power box or something mm. like that. So they cut it off. So I called them and they said it's going to take 24 hours to send someone out. And they can't tell me until they send someone out what the issue is with the box. So I called back the next day and I'm like, hey, I still haven't heard anything. And then they said 24 hours means three days because it's eight hour business days. Oh, my goodness. I was like, what? And they, I still haven't heard anything back. That's bad. That's, that's one thing I would say about Detroit. I had a lot of issues. But, you know, if it was over here, you just get Poppy to climb up the pole and just plug it back in. So I don't know what I'm going to do because pop, now pop right people are in. just sitting. I can't even have any work done because no there's no power. It's annoying. Yeah, yeah, they're getting that together. Time is money. Well, uh, and I, oh, and I walked on my documentary also. You know, I, I have see a documentary. That. So shout out to Icewear Vezo. I thought it was just a women's documentary. It is, but he worked with Cash Doll. He gave her her first verse. And oh, then gotcha. he also used to have Rocky Bad signed to him as okay. well. So I'm trying to get everybody's perspective on these women in that Detroit. I'm featuring. And I show, I saw Rocky Bad this weekend also. Dope, dope, dope. Now, this weekend was beautiful in New York. Or, mm-hmm. On the in East Detroit Coast, too. beautiful. I mean, 77 degrees, 78 degrees. I travel a lot. it's going to snow today. No, it's not going to snow. <laughs> it's actually going to be beautiful today, too. It, it just gives me the time to really spend that time with my family because usually it feels like we're all cooped up in the house because it's so cold. So we just enjoyed the outside, enjoyed the park. I took a, a couple of my old cars out and took the kids. My son loves cars just as much as I do, so I took him out. You know, we went to Chuck E. Cheese. I looked in the back of my uh, nanny's car, and I seen, like, at least 700 Chuck E. Cheese's, uh, the, what's them things called, little tickets. And I was like, why Why are you holding these tickets so long? And she was like, the kids want a big prize. So I don't know if she's <laughs> hoarding them, if she's stealing the tickets, but she got a bunch of them tickets, boy. It's I just the had worst a great when weekend. you only have a few tickets and the prize is mass small. <laughs> and the people at Chuck E. Cheese act like that's their prize. They're like, no, you got to go get 10 more tickets. No, just get a kid the prize, damn it. My favorite thing is the ski ball. Right? At Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the little fake bowling thing. Yep, yep, yep. And I always give my tickets away to the kids that are there. Like when I play, I'll be like, here, who wants my tickets? Well, what I usually do is I usually get my two-year-old and I tell her, take this ball and put it in the one all the way over oh, there. Oh, come on. And she crawls up there and does it because she can't get she in trouble. Nobody can yell at her. Her dad can. I can get in trouble, but <laughs> she can't get in they trouble. They should hold you accountable. Damn, yeah, right. For those things. Oh, and the other thing I was going to say about Detroit, I went to a couple of restaurants there that were amazing. Savannah Blue, shout out to everybody there. Black-owned restaurant in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Delicious. And also Central Kitchen and Bar. So Okay. I had a good time, though. You know what I had in Detroit? And this is going to sound disgusting, but it was amazing. You don't eat meat, so it, does, nope. it doesn't apply to you. Is it corned beef? Ha- corn beef? 
Corned beef hash. That's, it looked like roast beef a little bit. Corned beef hash in Detroit is amazing. <laughs> they have an Asian spot that does that too. Yeah? It's, uh, this Asian corned beef hash. They were like, you want corned beef hash? I'm like, it just sounds disgusting. Yeah. Corn and beef. and uh, it just. But no, amazing in Detroit. Amazing. Well, All right. Well, let's I'll get the show know. cracking. <laughs> Juice World will be joining us this morning. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we'll kick it with Juice World. Of course, he had to join uh, Lucid Dreams. He was on tour with Nicki Minaj, so we'll talk to him. And we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, well, you know, WrestleMania was on last night, so we'll give you a preview about that. Also, imagine you're facing 12 years in prison for raping a girl you never had sex with. We'll tell you what happened. Hmm? All right, we'll talk about that next. Keep it locked. It's Cardi B, Bruno Mars. It's Please Me. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, Charlamagne made it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's it's, get some front page it's news. It's crazy to listen to y'all talk about corned beef hash like it's a delicacy, too. <laughs> like, I'm from the South. We grew up on corned beef hash was a, such a normal breakfast. We I never had beef, it. Corned beef hash with grits? Are I you never, serious? I never had it. We didn't eat corned beef hash. Yeah, you, you ever had corned beef hash as a kid? You can get corned beef hash from the grocery store. Nobody no, got it here. We I didn't never had we it. We didn't eat it pour, on the East Coast. You poor deprived New Yorkers. No, we didn't eat that. We had bologna. One time for South Carolina. We definitely had bologna. Fried bologna was a delicacy, too. Yeah, fried bologna, Regular. but I never had corned beef hash. Did you have the Asian corned beef hash? I don't know what you're talking I about. I don't know. Where, I don't, I, it wasn't Asian. <laughs> it definitely, it was, no. Anyway. Let's get into front page news. Congratulations to your Nets, Angela Yee. They made the yes, playoffs. They clinched the playoffs. With some great news. You see these uh, headphones right here. You see these headphones. Hey, these fam. Brooklyn Nets headphones. Well, congratulations to the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. All right? yes. Who are they playing in the first round? It doesn't matter. They, yes, that, it does matter. It, who are they playing in the first round? It'll be a wrap after the first round. I, I'm not sure who they're playing. I know on Wednesday they're playing against Miami, though, and that's going to be D-Wade's fair, part of his farewell tour. So yeah, that's I'll be that's a game? No, that's not a playoff no, game. No, no, no. No, that's not a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and congratulations to the Women uh, National Championship last night. Baylor beat Notre Dame 82-81. And tonight, Virginia takes on Texas Tech. Also, WrestleMania 35 was last night. Big numbers. They're saying that was the highest grossing entertainment event at MetLife Stadium. Also, it was the second highest grossing event in WWE history, only behind when WrestleMania 32 was in Texas. Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte Flair in Ronda Rousey. She became the Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. And it was the first women's match to main event at WrestleMania. So congratulations to the ladies. That's a damn shame. They won't even let Ronda Rousey win in a rigged sport. Like you think she, <laughs> you think she went to wrestling to lose? She been getting her ass kicked in the MMA or UFC or whatever the hell she was in, and now you go to WWE, which is fake, and they still got you losing. I think people are very excited for Becky Lynch, though. She was like the people's champ. So who was Ronda? Congratulations, Remember when everybody sir. used to love Ronda Rousey? Oh, Ronda could beat Floyd Mayweather in a fight. And that? that was a hot minute. It was such a hype beast moment. Yeah, it was a hot minute. All right, now let's talk about this black former college student who is facing 12 years in prison. Uh, They're saying that he raped a girl who he never even had sex with, Albert N. Wilson. He went to a bar with a friend and met a girl who was visiting a family member. And this is at University of Kansas. He was 20 years old. She was 17. And according to the victim, he took her back to his place where he raped her. Now, he does admit that they engaged in other sexual acts, but he says they never even had sexual intercourse. According to his DNA, they said the DNA was found on the girl's chest via her saliva when he kissed her, but no DNA from seminal fluid was found. And they said that the surveillance video shows that they were only in her apartment for five minutes before returning to the bar. I keep trying to figure this out because I simply can't. I've been reading this story over and over, Mm -hmm. and it makes zero sense to me, especially when you have a case like Brock Turner when he uh, raped a young lady behind a trash can and there was witnesses to it, and he only got six months. Mm. How did this guy get 12 years? Well, he feels like because he's black. Oh, okay. Yes. 
they're treating him very differently. But he told the judge, I don't know how to explain this, but I come from a different background than you, ma'am. I just felt like the police were against me at that point. Did he have a lawyer? I'm sure he had a lawyer, but I don't know if it was a... A good lawyer? Yeah, exactly. The hell is going on in Kansas? My yeah, goodness. that's... But it was an all-white jury. Mm-mm-mm. And it was nine men, three three women, I heard, on the jury. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that doesn't seem right. Somebody call Kim Kardashian and do something. Like, what the, what the hell? All right, well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible weekend, a bad weekend, and just need to vent, just to, need to get some things off your chest. Or... Maybe you just want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, DJ Envy. This is DJ King Cannon from Washington, D.C. Hey, What's um, up, King Cannon? What's going on? I had a great weekend, but all weekend I kept hearing Charlemagne's voice because somebody stole all my DJ equipment, so I just no. keep hearing Charlemagne's voice like, yo, you're not a real DJ unless somebody steals your stuff, man. So, <laughs> Where they steal your stuff from, bro? I did a club uh, right here in D.C. Uh, last Thursday. And uh, I had my stuff in the trunk, so oh. I've been, I was rolling around. Rookie I mistake. Know, I got to the club Friday. Rookie uh, mistake. If you're a DJ out there, you never leave your me. DJ equipment or laptop in your car. I don't yeah. care where I'm going. If if my if my stuff is with me, I take my book bag with me. You never leave it in your car. How much? What did they take? In- SX2, um, my control, mm. and uh, the, the the Zulu case, the travel case. That's all. This is my this is my case. They got my case. So well, Damn. listen, man. Replacing all your DJ equipment builds character. Damn it, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks. I yeah. Appreciate it. Sorry, bro. Yeah. I wish I I wish I had some extra lying around to help you out, but I don't. It's all good. I'll bounce back at some point, man. I appreciate it, man. Y'all keep up the good work, man. And uh, if you watched the shot last night, they stole his whole taco truck. Trav, what's up, Trav? <laughs> yeah. Trav. Oh, my God. Hey, boo. Hey, baby. I have not seen you since last time I saw you at Lit Service, boo. You know, Trav got his own podcast coming. Nice. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's in the works. It's in the works. I'm excited for that. What up, sis? I thought you weren't going to be there for a little bit. Y'all keep listening to Envy. Envy ain't got the traffic right in nine years. <laughs> All right. Hey, okay. I got he was late, Paul. I got that part right. <laughs> you did get that part right. Listen, y'all. Well, well, one, I just want to say I, I was beefing with Popeyes, but I do, I do want to say I'm no longer beefing with Popeyes anymore. They, they made it right. What happened? Because you know, I got into it with one of their little cashiers last week. I got into it because like every single time I go to Popeyes, like literally every single time I went to Popeyes last week, it was four times they didn't have a five dollar box. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I can see why you'd be hot and about you know, that. No, and then and then the girl got smart because when I got there, so when, when I told I, I was like, mind you, I wasn't getting smart with her. I was in the drive-thru, and when, when the girl said, oh, we don't have it anymore, just me, I was like, God damn. So she don't come across the intercom, she was like, well, she only got $5 or something. Ah, you oh, broke ass. No, man. No. You broke ass, only got $5. No. Ah! <laughs> so I was like, I said, excuse me. She's like, she like, you want to get $5? I said, no, I said, no, I got more than that because I don't work at Popeye. So nah, I nah see, I, 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 I had like $6. She, she should have licked your biscuit. No, what? <laughs> she should have licked your biscuit. That's exactly what she should have done. Listen, I was talking about Kodak Black real quick. Uh oh, here we go. Let's get it started. Okay. Now, listen, I, 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 know, I know he's young, but I think, I think what he said was very ignorant, very disrespectful, very distasteful. One, you, you, don't, you don't keep. 
talking about, you know, um, the, the, the the ones that have passed away like that, especially someone as influential as Nipsey Hussle. You know, you don't keep calling that man dude. That man has a name. And you don't disrespect his wife when she's going through. And I'm mad at the Shade Room and every single blog that posted that mm. on their page. It was rude. It was disrespectful. You know what's crazy, though? Uh, as sad as it is, Kodak Black... Uh, represents for probably millions and millions of guys who feel the exact same way. And that's what I be telling they brothers, man. They don't say it, though. Yeah, they don't say it out loud. But, but who but, was but on the, who was live was that? Was that his live? Who was filming him? Because the phone I have no was idea. down. But I feel like people around wondering. you. Yeah. I do know when you go to jail or when you die, uh, guys be writing your girl's DMs. They don't even be waiting. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it don't like make it right. It's recorded, but that's all I want to show. All right, thank it, you, Trav. It definitely don't make it right. I just want us to be consistent, especially when I saw a game um, jump out there and have something to say to Kodak Black. Because I was like, game, you just made a song a month ago talking about smashing rappers' wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, like, I just wanted to have some consistency with, with what we tolerate and what we don't tolerate. But they banned his music on uh, out in L.A., on, on some of the radio stations You know what? His apology was bad. That's what the real issue was. It like, was all bad. The apology was really bad. Well, the apology was bad because of the way them OGs came at him. Like, you know, them OGs should have actually got him on the phone. And really, you know, schooled him to why, why what he was saying was disrespectful. Because I agree with Trav calling him dude and not addressing him yeah, by that name was, and that then saying foul. I'm sorry. Well, but, that's just, that's just but, how Kodak talks. We're not going to sit and act like Kodak's the most articulate person in the world. You know, I think what people are upset about was it was Nipsey. All exactly. Right. And that's, that's the what, truth to the matter. Because right. nobody cared when Game was rapping about smashing Joe Budden's wife. <laughs> but I guess they feel like at least. No, it ain't no at least. Joe Budden's alive. Respect is respect. Yeah. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Kiara. Hey, Andy. Good morning, Kiara. Good morning. Yeah. How was your birthday? birthday? Yeah, your it birthday was, was Friday, right? It was Saturday. It was Saturday, April 6th. Oh. I turned 30. Nice. Oh, that's a big one. Happy 30th. Yes. Thank you so much. My best friend, she's awake. She wants to say hi. She was mad at me that I didn't wake her up. So here you go. <laughs> hi, everyone. Good morning. I love you so much. Good morning. Hello, yeah, I'm right here. What's up, baby? Hey, Charlamagne, look, this is Kiara and Natasha, but Kiara, listen, I love you, Uncle Charlotte. I love you y'all more. Favorite. <laughs> I was so mad that I forgot to say that last time, but, you know, DJ Andy did hang up on me. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> known to hang up on people. I'm sorry. Yes, I know. But yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys my trip was amazing. Obviously, I survived my skydiving trip, so you can drop a clue bomb for me. Hey, how did you? How, how was it? <laughs> it was amazing. It was beautiful, just like feeling the wind on my face and yeah, it was great. Invigorating. Yeah, um, DJ Khaled's restaurant was amazing. I got the broccoli, like y'all said. I told you the broccoli was amazing and the fried broccoli was great. Finger licking is amazing. It was great. It was great. So I enjoyed my time and my highlight was being able to talk to you guys. So I'm so thankful I was able to get through again and my friend was able to say hi. All right, well, enjoy your day, mama. Thank you. Y'all have a great one. I love y'all. Now get your ass back to work. I'm going back to sleep. I'm still on vacation. All right, mama. Blair, good morning. Good morning. Your phone sounds crazy. Can you take us off Bluetooth right fast? I can. All right. Hey, what's up, Blair? Hey, how are you? Good, Morning, good. Blair. Get it off your chest. 
So I um, was in Starbucks about a week ago, and I heard I was ear hustling, which I'm a people watcher. And this girl was talking about how her husband told her, you know, you can't wear crop tops, you can't wear things like that because she had a kid. She has stretch marks. She has an extra little weight. And I think that's wrong to you men out there. You don't talk to your wife like that. She birthed her baby. Mm-hmm. You can't be doing stuff like that. And I I just straight cut her off. And I was like, no, like, we need to have a heart to heart in Starbucks right now because you need to leave that narcissist. Like, you don't want your kids raised looking at your dad like, am I good enough? Right. And no kid need that. No woman need that either. She had a miracle and the miracle of life. And because of that, she has some beautiful stretch marks to show for it. Right. And I told her, I was like, I've been there. I wore the baggy clothes for a while and whatnot. It's like, you'll find your body positivity, but you ain't going to find it with a man bringing you down every day. So you jumped into that conversation, Blair? <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, Blair. That's what I'm talking about. What did he say? She, no, her husband wasn't there, but she was just like, okay, like totally off guard, just an okay conversation. Looked at me like I was, like had three heads. Oh. Yeah, Blair, maybe you shouldn't be jumping in people's conversations like that. She felt a, a, a passionate. Shouldn't. Yeah, she felt passionate about it. So, I mean, uh, you can't walk around like wearing baggy clothes for the rest of your life because you have a baby. You're right. You're absolutely right. Hey. Well, thank hey, you, Blair. No man should be bringing anybody down. You are right. Thank all you, right. Mama. Shout out to all the beautiful women out there in the world. Nate. Yo, what up, Andy? What's up, Nate? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I'm on uh, I-95 North, right? And right. I got this guy in this burgundy Dodge truck. I sound like I'm snitching right now, but it is what it is. Uh-oh. He's swerving in and out of traffic, hitting all the calls in the uh, express lane. So um, if y'all on 95 North, just watch out for him. And uh, Andy, nope. how you ain't never had corn beef hash, bro? Because you're from New York. I, I'm from New York. We have we have bologna. We have ham and cheese, peanut butter and jelly. I never had, I just, never had corned why beef. Why are you naming lunch stuff for breakfast? Corned beef happens a breakfast food. I don't know what it is. We have bologna for hey, breakfast. Hey, hey, this might sound real, real down south, but you got to have that corned beef hash with some, with some white rice, man. Nah, bro. Corned beef hash and grits. Knock it off. Yeah, hey, man. It's all good, man. Go no, it's not. Corned corn beef hash and rice is for terrorists. Hey, hey, Charlamagne, don't make me call Kodak on you now. Um, what Kodak yeah. gonna do? I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna say oh. to Kodak exactly what he said to Ti. Uh, and what? Yeah. <laughs> and what? <laughs> Y'all have a good one, man. All right, Nate. Be safe yeah. on them roads. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, let's talk about Nipsey Hussle and the L.A. gangs. They actually had a march over the weekend, and we'll tell you what was uh, really significant about that. All right, we'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right. Yeah, it's all fun and games until your mom starts busting it down to Tatiana. My goodness. Mom, you're like, Mom! Like, shut up, boy. How I, how you think you got here? Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Nipsey Hustle. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, there was an amazing peace march that went down Friday afternoon in Crenshaw. And that is for Nipsey Hussle. Now, a lot of the different leaders of the gangs came together from Watts, Compton, and Inglewood. They all met up to discuss a ceasefire. And they gathered outside of a grocery store in Nipsey's uh, neighborhood. And they walked together for a few blocks. And they ended up outside of his marathon clothing store. I saw a lot of people at the clothing store paying their respects, Mm -hmm. like thousands of candles outside. Now, here's what Big U had to say. We're having a gang truth and a gang rally so. All the different gangs from L.A. can get together and come celebrate the life and the gift of Nipsey. Nipsey was the first, like, real L.A. artist to 
to die the way he died. You know, right. he didn't have no conflict with nobody. And then we want to have start having start having satellite sit downs. Okay. With different games, like maybe the A trade and the Sixers sit down, and then different games throughout LA Bloods and Crips sit down. Who will actually warm more with each other? I think that's very important. Unity and group operation yes. is a must. I just want that energy to continue long after Nipsey is is buried, and you know, like like a month from now, years from now, I want that energy to continue. Yeah, keep the movement going. Now, J. Cole had his Dreamville Festival, and he performed Love Yours. And while he was on stage, he did dedicate that song to Nipsey with video footage playing on a giant monitor behind him the whole time. Also, mm-hmm. Kanye West honored Nipsey at Sunday service, that weekly outdoor concert that he does. He played audio of Nipsey's voice, delivering inspirational words over music that was with Kanye DJing. Why do they keep calling that Sunday service? Ain't no pastor there. That's what, what Kanye service? calls That's what he calls it. It's a concert. It's what he calls it. He calls it. it Sunday service. It's a roots it's a roots jam session. Yeah, well he calls Sunday it Sunday mornings. service for whatever reason. You gotta stop playing with the the, the Lord like that with a pastor. All right, also Nipsey Hustle's victory lap has returned to Billboard two hundred. He's number two. Uh, and everybody is going on that streaming ser- on streaming services to go and listen to Victory Lap again. It's a damn and shame all of his that music. it's a damn shame that the album sells more this week than it did in the first week that it came out. Mm-hmm. All right, now here's what LeBron James had to say about Nipsey. It's so unfortunate when you look at a guy who believed in what he believed in, talked about how he wanted to give back to his own community, actually gave back to his community, and actually stayed in his community. There's not many who've done that. And to see his life taken away from him in his community by someone that come from his community, it's one of the most unfortunate events that's happened in American history. I still have not wrapped my head around the Nipsey Hussle situation. Yeah, really. That, that, it's, it's, that, that was the, that's a very traumatic something that we all can't stop thinking about. I can't, no, I, I still have not wrapped my head around the situation. People tell me things happen for a reason. I have not found the reason yet. And the, the law of energy, what you get back is what you get out. I don't see why he got that at all. Like now, he didn't N- deserve it. Nipsey's mom spoke to the LA Times. She said, "I would like for him to be remembered as a humble, spirited, respectful man who had, since his childhood, had an extraordinary and unlimited intellectual capacity." She said that her son was always aware of his talents and capability that would lead him to have a successful music career. He recognized uh, his potential at an early age. He has always known. So she says that despite grieving, she does find herself at perfect peace. And his father said it was like he was sent by God to give some love to bring us together because that's what his lyrics were saying always. He's not shy to tell the truth even though it might not look good. He wasn't scared of anything. God sent him to send a message. It looks like your time is up because you have completed what I sent you to do. No, I believe that. I was looking at, uh, I was going down a Nipsey rabbit hole last night and I looked at when he came to the Breakfast Club last time, which would end up being our final interview with him. That was February of last year Mm -hmm. and I was looking at the caption under his tune in video and I put a rapper man kids can look up to figuratively and literally because he's like 6'3 but I I can't think of too many rappers I would have said that about somebody that kids can actually look up to correct he's just a good human being he's a good dude now Nipsey's brother also said there's a lot of politics within the area that we grew up in but he stayed the course and showed what he was about he made something work in an area that was run down that people were scared to come to and he turned it into a landmark and Lauren London said he was a protector and wanted us to be our best at all times he was a truth seeker and truth speaker I'm going to keep my head high and always represent for my king to the fullest he loved his kids he was a family man his family came first Lord have mercy salute to Sam salute to Lauren Salute to Steve, salute to Karen, dropping the clues bombs for all of them. It's crazy. All right, now Big Sean also had a tribute to Nipsey, and here is that tribute. 
Was fucked up what happened in Nipsey, this shit is sickening Texting each other like, we gon' get up soon Tell me how the fuck you think I feel now knowing we didn't That taught me next time I think we got all the time in the world This just no really it isn't You died the same age as Jesus, both God's children I seen kings in my city get killed for wearing Cartier wires The snitching talk through the wire, my hood is worse than the wire They say it's gotta change, I'm like you preaching to the choir They throwing young souls away like they spoiled or expired God Give me the strength required, answers that I inquire. My worst traders, I'm always thinking ahead and not appreciating everything now that's been acquired. Forgive me, my mind needs a rewire. Well, thank you, Yee. Just like that, I'm in my feelings. All right, today it's supposed to be 70 degrees. I woke up happy this morning, and here you go. 77, actually. Jesus Christ. And that was at the Dreamville Festival my as well. My God. All right. Drop on the clues, boss, for Big Sean, damn it. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Who gonna make me smile now? Lord have mercy. You want to hug? Yes, I do, actually. All right. Please. Here we go. Lord have mercy. Oh, my goodness. All right. Oh, man. You guys... Give my brother a hug. I love you, brother. Thank you, man. Lord I love you, mercy. I love you. I love you, brother. Damn, I love you, brother. I love you. I value you. I appreciate you. Okay. Lord have mercy. Wow. Tell your brother you love him today, you man. Go. Please, go tell somebody you love him there right now. Go. Give him a hug. Tell him you value him. You appreciate him because you just never know in this cold-ass world. All right. Lord now, have you, mercy. We got front-page news coming up. Man, I gotta. You wanna hug see. two of you? No. All right. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm here. I'm okay. I'm just here to depress y'all. I'm fine. Trust me. I'm fine. Well, let's do some good news. Let's talk about WWE. Let's talk about WrestleMania from yesterday. We do have some good stories from that. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast hey, Club. Salute to Cardi B, too. Uh, me and Barty, we were both at uh, BeautyCon yesterday. <laughs> Did you see her? No, I didn't see Cardi because I was there earlier. Salute to Maj, who does BeautyCon. I was there earlier uh, interviewing Angie, Angie Wandu, uh, the founder and CEO of The Shade Room. Okay. Yeah, so they had a little segment about her, so I interviewed her for like 20, 30 minutes. Okay. Salute to Angie. All right, well, let's get in some front page news. Now, uh, congratulations to the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, they have our Brooklyn the, Nets. They have clinched the playoff a spot. That's our team, Brooklyn yeah, Nets. That ain't my team. Let's go. I rock with the Nets. All right, I rock with the Knicks as well. I rock with both Brooklyn teams. Shout out to the Nets. You rock with whoever's winning in. I'm a New York fan. You, exactly. I'm a New York fan. You, you, if the Giants winning, I'm a Giant fan. You're a Jets, Jets winning, no, you're a Jets fan. I'm a Giants fan. So the Nets fan, are in sixth place now. But I want the Jets now. to win as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, so I mean, congratulations. They're play the number two seed. Who's the number two seed? Philly, number three. Are oh, they getting swept? Oh, they playing Philly. Yeah, they. Uh, shout out to Michael Rubin, man. Sorry, we're gonna have to do that to you. They might win one. You should bet Michael Rubin, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't bet against. I don't have. <laughs> I would not bet against the Sixers. <laughs> you should bet him. I don't know what to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you. I bet him ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars. There you go. All right. All right. Well, and also uh, congratulations uh, to Baylor. Last night, Baylor beat Notre Dame 82-81, and tonight is the men national championship game. Virginia takes on Texas Tech. Now, what else are we talking about, you? Let's talk about WrestleMania 35 and the phenomenal numbers. It was the second highest grossing event in WWE history, only behind WrestleMania 32 that was at AT&T Stadium in Texas. Now, it was a lot of great things that happened. For the first time, they had women that were actually headlining. So Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Now, Kofi Kingston, congratulations to him. He is the first African-American to win the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Here's mm-hmm. what he had to say in a very emotional interview afterwards. It's it's so emotional, like, work so hard to get here, you know, and sometimes you, you, you work as hard as you can and things are, they're not going your way, and uh, you don't know if the hard work is going to pay off, you know, and uh, it's it's paid off right now. What is it? Well, 
First of all, I don't even know who Kofi is, but salute to Kofi. Congratulations, sir. Part of the uh, new day. Don't they know who's going to win already? Like, yeah. isn't it they like They actually put out the shirts opera? of him winning before he won. Uh, that's my thing. And what is the point of Ronda Rousey going to WWE to lose? Like she she makes some money. She ran to the WWE because she was getting her ass kicked in the UFC. It's a rigged sport. The least they could do is let you win in the WWE. How you going to lose in the WWE? It's not even real. All right. Well, just giving you all the information because it was a, a huge event last night. Are you allowed to say the WWE is not real? Or is that I like think Santa everyone Claus? knows that. <laughs> well, it's like everybody, no, I think knows, everybody is real. knows Santa Claus is real. Well, it's very real. real. Santa Claus is Santa real. Santa Claus is real as well. I you got in trouble people, around Christmas for saying that. That is the Santa Claus thing is in the world. Not, Somebody was very mad at me. There's kids in the car. They are. The white man Santa takes Santa Claus so serious. Mm-hmm. You get on this radio and say Santa Claus is not real, you'll get complaints and, and letters as and emails sent up here. You shouldn't spread those lies. Santa Claus is real. Okay. I was never taught to believe in that. So. Shout out to right. Saint Nick. He's real. That's right. That fat white man been taking care of your kids all the year, all these years, right? Not you, Envy. Not you and your hard work, right? Get a credit to the white man. Go ahead, say it. He only comes down once a year. That's you know, right. Santa Claus can and be Santa black. Santa Claus is real. And Santa Claus is black in my, in my Santa house. Claus yeah. Santa Claus is a black man. Santa Claus is black, all your presents get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's messed up. I'm black. I can say those things. No, you can't. <laughs> my goodness. You're divisive. See? What happened to hugging your brother? <laughs> I would hug Santa Claus. No, actually, I wouldn't. I would shoot the out Santa Claus if I saw him in my house. If he was white or if he was black? Both. Either color. Okay. Hell you Just doing making here? sure. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> You're not discriminating. You got to do the red suit. How All you right. doing under my Christmas tree? No milk and cookies. Hey, get these bullets. And uh, the, the Secretary Claus of Homeland Santa. Security. <laughs> Charlamagne just shot Santa Claus. Santa Claus right. is real, kids. Go ahead. The Secretary of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen, has resigned. Now, according to reports, Nielsen did not resign willingly. They said that she was under pressure to do so. So Donald Trump tweeted out, Secretary of Homeland will be leaving her position, and I would like to thank her for her service, dot, 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 dot. <laughs> uh, so don't know what's going to happen now. Oh, did she get fired or she just quit? They, she was forced to resign. No, oh, okay. Apparently. No. Nah. So what does he do? Make people resign and then just don't put nobody in those positions? Just no, actually, open? they do have somebody. They said uh, she'll be staying for a week of transition. They and- put a family member there? You said a family member. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, Juice Squirrel will be joining us. Yes. An artist by the name of Juice Squirrel, of course. He had the joint Lucid Dreams. He's on tour with Nicki Minaj right now. He had the number one album when his uh, album came out. He sure did. And we're going to mm-hmm. kick it with him when we come back. All right? So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. All right, people. Now, TV One was brave enough to give D.L. Hughley a talk show. And if you haven't seen it, you are totally missing out. If you know D.L., nobody is safe from his jokes or perspective. And I mean nobody. Don't miss the D.L. Hughley Show, weeknights at 11 on TV One. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Juice World. Yo, what's good? Welcome, it's good sir. to be here, man. It's a blessing. Congrats sure. on all your success, man. Appreciate you. You bro. had a number one record with Lucid Dreams and a number one album with yes, uh, Death Race for Love. Yep. Yes, sir. How does that feel, man? I, it's really just a blessing to me, man. I just, you know, obviously I'm I'm happy and it's you know it makes my day that that's those are the stats, but. Mm-hmm. I just kind of take that and just, you know, use that to even aim for higher next time, you know? Lucid Dreams was the smash mm-hmm. everybody loved. Now, what was the idea and, and the feeling of, of Lucid Dreams? It's funny, because I really, I wrote that song in like 15 minutes. And then on the original mixtape that it was on, I didn't think that was going to be the smash. I had a song called Moonlight, and I thought that was going to be the smash. Mm-hmm. But Lucid Dreams, the one that blew up, so. And you can relate to a heartbreak, too. I yeah, like. for sure. For and sure. I don't feel like a lot of guys express that no much. no no and and the people that do like 
people be ready to make fun of them for it when they got the same feelings. They just scared to say it, you know? But, like, I didn't know that many people was going to be able to relate to Heartbreak. It, it surprised me how many people related to that song, you know? Like, Everybody has their heartbroken. Though. But they don't talk about but it. But a lot of people don't Especially even guys. talk about it, though. Girls talk about it, but guys don't do songs, yeah. like, yeah. expressing how heartbroken they were and, the, and all of that. They don't do that, so... we used to have to be tough. So I'm just, saying, but being a real like, if you really, if you 100% a real that means you're not afraid to show right. your emotions. It's I a agree. balance. It's a balance of everything. It's not just toughness, you feel me? Like, you got to really, it's a balance of all attributes. Mm -hmm. I always feel like guys act like they moved on. They're good. Oh, it wasn't that big well, a deal. Well, they be butthurt, man. dating right Absolutely. away. But they really do be upset at home alone. Like. Yeah. <laughs> be butthurt. That's what I love about y'all generation, man. Y'all not afraid to express y'all feelings and y'all yeah, true emotions. Sure. Why, why do you think that is? I feel like it's just the evolution of man. You think that the definition of what a man was supposed to be was f***ed up throughout the years? Hell yeah, just because we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. Like, technically speaking, as far as, like, everybody, they think the definition of a real n is somebody that's just tough. That's like, actually a, a savage. Yeah, 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 a savage, a killer or something. Like, not somebody that's taking care of all their responsibilities, right, not really. somebody that don't tell a lie, that don't, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all f***ed up. That treats people with respect. Yeah, exactly. It's all f***ed up. It's all mixed up. Do so. you talk to your friends about things that you're going through, or is it more expressed in your music? It depends. I mean, I, I'm most definitely not afraid to speak my mind. So, like, if I know that person has went through the same thing, then I may come to that person like, yo, what did you do in this situation? Because I'm going through this. So, like, it all depends. Sometimes I just leave it in the music, though. And when I when I release it, there be people hitting me up like, what? You went through this? I went through this, bro. I'm praying for you. you know what I'm saying? Whatever mm -hmm. the case. So, like, yeah. Yeah, but how soon did people switch up on you after that? Though? Oh, what? Look, they switched up before that. Because I had, I so for a short period of time in between, like, so pretty much that man over there, G Money, that's the person that discovered me and really blew me up. What mm -hmm. up, G Took Money? Took me to the label. That's the CEO right there. Mm -hmm. okay. So I'm big brother. So it was a time and period before me and him started going to different labels. It was like, what, like a month? We was back at home. And I had a little money in my pocket. I came up on a little money. I came up on like $20,000. And everybody was sucking when I got back home. And I don't even know how... It was somebody with me when I got the money, and I think they went and told everybody that I had $20,000. How'd you get it? How'd you get it? It was just... I had, I had did some business. Like, I had signed to... Like, I did some business with my big brother. Like, he, I signed a contract. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, it was just a little something. But, like, everybody was on my... I got back home. I woke up the next morning, my phone blown up. Like, what you want? Let's smoke. Let's do this. Let's, like... Nah, I'm staying in the I'm telling you, bro, that's weird, bro. Did you move out the hood quickly? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. My OG moved me away from that environment a while back. But, from Chicago. Yeah, smart move. For sure. Yeah. You go back home you a lot. You had, you... Nah, not no more. I, if anything, if anybody I want to see, I I just tell them to come to me. I fly them to me. But the haters too real. Yeah, but Chicago is like crabs in a bucket, and you know, motherfuckers try to get out. Everybody else in the bucket gonna do everything they can to stop that person. Kanye was planning to move back to Chicago for a second. Yeah. For a second. It didn't happen. I feel like he should be saying whatever idea come off the top. Mm -hmm. At that moment. He'd be freestyling. Yeah. <laughs> he'd freestyle life. That <laughs> freestyle life. <laughs> he'd be, be freestyling. So you wrote this last album in five days, right? Well, freestyling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, but it was, here's the thing though, like people kind of took that the wrong way. They took it as me not trying. When really, like I said, Lucid Dreams, I wasn't rushing to write that song. I wrote it in 15 minutes. Some of the best songs I've, like, dropped, I've made in, like, 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's just off the strength of my work ethic. Like, 
ideas come to me real fast. So and not thinking too hard about mm. like exactly. let me change this, let me do that. It yeah. kind of just flows. That's a talent. Thank you. How'd Thank you start? You. How'd you start rapping? Cause. I seen a video of you you rapping for over an hour, freestyling for an hour. So how, yeah. how did you start rapping? <laughs> I was on Tim Westwood's show. Tim Westwood. Um, Tim Westwood. I ain't gonna lie. It really started because my mom was, she used to be super strict when I was like a little kid on the music I could listen to. And I used to go over my cousin's crib and bump Wayne, Gucci, Jeezy. Mm -hmm. And I'd come back home and be reciting the lyrics in my head and forget some of them. And then I'd just add my own lyrics in there to fill it. Mm -hmm. And then that's just how I started. I was like four, five years old doing that. So like, Eventually, I just, I think I, I started freestyling on some random shit, and I got good at it. I always wanted to make it somehow. I used to play sports and shit too, though. Mm -hmm. So I what wanted uh, basketball and baseball. Okay. I had to work hella, hella hard to be good at basketball, but baseball came naturally, and I thought, really, I thought that's what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. But um, high school, that team didn't really work out. But I don't know, it just ain't really, I think in high school, I wasn't eligible with some shit. When it came to tryouts, degrees. Hell yeah, I was. I always tested high. Very, very intelligent person, but I couldn't. I wasn't one of the because I could just sit in the in the classroom and just focus on the teacher talking to me. I couldn't do that. So you get sent to the office for disrupting class all the time. No, I wasn't even like bad or nothing. I just be in there it's not, not paying attention. Right. They yeah. said you had ADD when you were younger. Yeah. Supposedly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They put you on anything for it? For sure. Or at, uh, Adderall? You know, they love putting little kids on that Especially shit, little black kids from the hood. Of course. Yeah. They love doing that. You know they put me on that they shit. They Adderall. Adderall. Look. <laughs> That's that crazy. started out with Folkland. I didn't... What I've been on all that Folkland. What's the Ritalin? Mm -hmm. uh, Vivans, Adderall, all Not that just, shit. They tried to put me on Ritalin. That did, did though. How did you start taking it? I, I I really stopped taking it on my own even before my mama knew. I used to just she used to pack it with my breakfast. So I eat my breakfast in there, and then she had my pills wrapped up. And then I was supposed to take them after I eat. I used to just throw them away. Mm. That's that's crazy. That tell you something. Cause that when was that like fifth sixth grade? Mm -hmm. I did not like the way that shit made me feel. Like you knew it was some bull. Yeah, cause look, I take it right, and then. For like 15 minutes, I'll be the most social person ever. I'll be cracking jokes. You know what I'm saying? Acting like a little ass kid, like I'm supposed to act. Mm -hmm. I'm in fifth grade. I'm not supposed to be like gathered and quiet. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. That's not how fifth graders act, bro. But like 15 minutes pass, and then all my personality will be gone. Crash. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like a zombie, and I wouldn't eat. I'd be irritated. I'm like, bro, and they giving this to a fifth grader. Like, that's really crazy mm -hmm. if you right. think about it. Like they medicating little kids. And you know what was the wildest part about all that? That shit ain't even making me do the work. You know, like, <laughs> what am I taking that shit for right. if it's not improving anything, you know? And I remember in high school, I still had it. And I remember people used to bust down my line trying to get me to sell it to them. Yeah. Really? And I'm like, wow, y'all actually like this shit? Yeah. Like, that shit damn near ruined my childhood a little mm -hmm. bit. Like, ain't ruined it, but it made it less enjoyable because kill your personality. Mm -hmm. But they say that you make, like, sad music, right? Yeah. So is that maybe because of a result of that, those, you know what I mean? I mean, that's just a part of me touching on emotions that people really be scared to touch on. All right, we got more with Juice World. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Juice World. Yee. How many times have you had your heart broken? Honestly, Mm, probably like once or twice. Just once or twice? Yeah. I feel like that high school <laughs> don't count. That over-exaggerated. <laughs> yeah. I had, but you I, feel it, it still. It still hurt, though. It still, still hurt, though. But, but I ain't gonna lie, when I look back on it, it's like, damn. <laughs> it what the 
back. You yeah, like it's three years ago. It's like what you doing? How old are you? Twenty? Yeah. Come on, man. It's like three years ago. I like three years ago. You still shut you still stunting on whoever that girl is right now. I mean, I ain't I ain't gonna say I'm not, but like <laughs> I bet you won't block on the gram. You wanted to see them new cars. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you won't do that. It's just like, I, even even though it's only been, you know what I'm saying, only been a couple years, I feel like it's a year after you graduate out of high school that you mature a whole lot because that's when you figure out what the f*** you finna do next. Mm -hmm. Some people take a year off. Some people go straight to college. Mm -hmm. I took a year off. I wouldn't. I was trying to delay college as much as possible. Did you go to school? Uh, no, -uh, I graduated high school mm -hmm. all straight, but like, I ain't go to college. Mm -hmm. I, I got a job, though, right after high school. What job? I worked at, uh, it's my Car factory on some eight miles. I okay. swear to God, okay. that was so depressing though. Why? Cause it's like, so say me and you, you know what I'm saying? Say we work at the same place, mm -hmm. and say we we making we making car handles or some. Mm -hmm. It's repetitive. And it's like, say you 60 years old, and I'm Let's do, I'm 40. And you and you your age. Okay, I get it. I'm I get what you're saying. And then I and then I have a conversation with you, and some of these motherfuckers was telling me, yeah, I've been here for 15 years, Lord, 20 years. Like, and I'm, I just got here, and I'm working the same as you working. And the only difference between me and you is you got uh, just a little bit more benefits, and you could be sick a day, and I can't. Now, how was the tour with Nikki? That was lit. Y'all sure. didn't get to perform no shows. Every, well, he time, did. every <laughs> time we look up, it's like the show it was canceled. canceled. Yeah. canceled. But did you perform during those shows when it was canceled? When she canceled? Um, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was deeper than that. It was like the some of the some of the venues that we went to didn't have the capacity <clears throat> to deal with all the production. What we gonna do? Have like a a dark show? Like mm -hmm. a, you know, what I'm saying like acapella show or something? Like it was, it was malfunctioning. So like. Worst come to worst, that shit had to get pulled. Nobody yeah. knew that beforehand, though? Like, they didn't pick proper venues? No, they said they, they, they it was the really the venue folks. They said everything was going to be cool, I guess. And shit ain't, you know? Shit, I just know that shit was, it was an experience. It was a learning experience. That was really my first time. I did, like, two or three stadiums before that. Mm -hmm. That was, like, my first time doing consistent stadiums, mm -hmm. though, night after night. It had to get to a point where you, when them shows kept getting canceled, you was like, God damn, again? <laughs> it had to be. It's only, what, three shows, right? Yeah, it wasn't that many. Oh, okay. It seemed like it's more than that. <laughs> he, like, so he, he acting like it's the whole damn tour. <laughs> like, what does it mean? Like, like when you following on the, in like social media, you like, damn, but you know, but you know, social media be blowing. But it wasn't. It, it was like two, three shows max. If it was their fault, they would have got sued. Truthfully, like yeah, if it was your fault, God. promoters would have been suing. You see, but we they ain't get to touched. Yeah. Did Nicki hand pick you? Yeah, that's the homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. That tour, that was fun. But the one thing I don't with is that food over there, bro. Well. Everywhere over there. Every, everywhere Come on, over that's there. impossible. <laughs> everywhere, you know. They think, money, they think I'm capping. Hey, we was McDonald's trapping for the longest. Yeah. Praying that the sauces. Big Mac would taste like I had it taste back home. Like, <laughs> I'm cool. I ordered a McDouble. That shit had some yellow sauce and jalapenos. Did, they, they, they have it wasn't sauces. mustard, bro. It wasn't mustard. They I don't like know what it was. Sauces. I didn't even want to find out. Damn. That was like, some local that was, that was a disgruntled employee in the I, back. You know what? Hell <laughs> <laughs> no. Good thing I ain't try that. <laughs> always Maybe do the kid menu. Next time you go to kid menu, always get chicken fingers and french fries. There's always no, a kid see, menu. That's what I eat here. I was gonna say, yeah. Maybe you're just not that experimental and when I it feel comes like, to food. And I, I'm not. I'm not object to trying, <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna go out my way to do that though. Mm. My girl be trying to make me try and stone. I don't play around. How long like you been you with your girl? Eight months now. Nah. Eight months. You Definitely living in LA and you're not eating healthy yet? You ain't Man. green juicing with everything and 
I'm not finna yeah, sell my world. soul, man. <laughs> sell my soul to the <laughs> vegan <laughs> god. <laughs> funny as hell. Juice World. Yeah, how'd you get the name Juice World anyway? I had the haircut. Mm-hmm. I had that pock haircut. Oh. Back when I was a sophomore, uh, freshman in high school. And then uh, I, I, I was obsessed with that top movie. top with the deep part down yeah, the middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was obsessed with that movie, too. Juice. Juice movie, yeah. We just had, what's the name up here? Um, Khalil Kane. Khalil Kane, Raheem. Damn. Raheem. Yeah, we just had Raheem. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but no, Why do you think you're selling your soul for not eating healthy? For eating healthy? I was joking. I feel like, I, obviously, it, I could improve my diet somewhat because I'd be eating trash. I'm going to get you. I'm going to send him some of my juices, the pressed juices. But you see, but that tastes shit. good. What, you see that? What, P, that G-Money? He out there, ain't he? He be drinking all type of green, nasty Now you're like, I'm gonna send it to you. He be drinking, like, what's that, kale water and all? Oh, yeah. no, some, it's some <laughs> But to keep your skin clear, to keep your energy up, you know what I'm saying? I I, I take care of my skin very well, though. Mm-hmm. I take uh. care of my teeth. I take care of, mm-hmm. like, everything except my diet. I'm mm-hmm. straight. Everything is diet, man. It's all about what you put in your body. Just, oh. like, what, just like how you put stuff in your brain. Just yeah. Now, right. how did you meet your girlfriend? I, eventually, we just linked. I, I was talking to her on Instagram for over a year, mm-hmm. but not even on no flirting. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, this this song sound hard. Keep up the good work. Type hey, it was really hard. It wasn't no catfish, though. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never get got. She bad? Yeah, of course. Well, ask him if his girl is bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> what's her ground? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, get out of here. <laughs> How you know she's not finessing you, though? Come on, man. People, you know these things. And if she is, she's doing a good job because I can't tell. <laughs> you got some songs about her on the album? She the one? Uh, yeah, for sure. That's that's what them is about, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's funny for the longest time, like like I said, it wasn't no flirtation at all. Mm-hmm. I was actually when we first when she first messaged me, I was actually with somebody else, mm-hmm. and so it was just I don't know. Every now and then we'd just be talking, and eventually it just became more consistent, mm-hmm. and we linked. And then, is it worth having a girl now, though? Especially with your success I f- I rising? Feel like, I feel like that's... Not to make it sound like it's all about money. I don't know. I feel like that's more convenient. If you found somebody that's all for you versus somebody that really just wants you because of... Like a groupie, like a super fan. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfucker be crazy. Motherfucker mm-hmm. not your chain. Take your phone. With all type of mm-hmm. Take pictures of you while you sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happened. It's, it's on display for people to see and learn from. Like, that mm-hmm. shit happened. That's happened to you? No, nah, hell no. Okay. That'll never. Happened. Never in a billion years. No one ever years. took a picture of you sleep? No. Oh, you know what? Somebody took a picture of me and my girl sleep on a plane. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. And I seen it posted on, like, a little fan page or something. It was so weird. Right. I was sleep that? on my way back from Europe. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's like the first class seats, you know, like how the beds. With the beds are, like, yeah. Yeah, so we sleep in a, and somebody walk past and take a picture and post it. That's that cool. shit down there made my skin itch. Like, mm-hmm. You wouldn't think anybody would do that. No, oh, and that's like, because I mean, I feel like it's only so far people will go. Mm-hmm. And it's like a couple lines that I expect people not to cross. Mm-hmm. One is when you eating. When you pissing in the bathroom, mm-hmm. somebody walk, somebody has done that to me, though. <laughs> Recently, I was pissing. They walk in asking for a picture. I'm bro, my <laughs> is out. Move around. Like, <laughs> that's the picture they want. What if you say that? What if, that's the picture I want. <laughs> that's why I asked you for the picture. He gonna, he, he, gonna have to, he gonna have to find somebody that participate in that lifestyle. That's not how this go for him. <laughs> I am good, man. That's not how it go for him. So that's and then while you sleep, like that's mm-hmm. weird as hell. I don't like that. Like that's obsessive. All right, we got more with Juice World when we come back. Matter of fact, let's get into his joint. Here's Lucid Dreams. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
That was Juice World with Lucid Dreams. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Juice World is here. Yee? You have a song called Syphilis, right? Out of mm-hmm. all diseases, why did you choose syphilis? Because I always talk about um, Charlamagne. Charlamagne. Signs of syphilis. <laughs> he said, I always talk about I said syphilis because I, I really I had recorded the song before I even made the name for it. I remember I was like, bitch, I'll be sick of this syphilis, that nigga tripping, then I'm going to get rid of him. And I, after that, I was like, pause it. I was like, we're going to name this song Syphilis. It was just <laughs> random. I think I was stoned or something. It was some random <laughs> you know? And that's how that's how that song got that name. But, oh, so you never had it? Hell, what? <laughs> got it. Are <laughs> really oh, you rapping off real life experience? No. I'm like, my goodness. What I said, nope, don't nobody ever did that. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's How do you know? Know. What are the signs of syphilis anyway? I don't even know. I ain't never had to find out because I don't get that shit. That was never... a trick question. They tried to, what's the signs oh, of syphilis? Oh, God. Though? What y'all thought I was finna do? Get the name on <laughs> You never had no STD ever? Uh uh uh. Lying. No, he's lying. lying. I can tell by the way you uh-uh. just paused. Chlamydia. I played the fifth. Little gonorrhea problem. Come on, little gonorrhea. Throwing in my mixing pot. It's curable. It's curable. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody. If you out there and you claim you knocking <laughs> down, you gonna get got probably. Oh my you gonna god. You gonna get got. I never had nothing. Thank God. You lying? He I never swear. got tested. You never got tested though. They got tested. No, I got tested once. I got tested for HIV once. No, twice. Right, so look, twice, twice. so look, you know that it lives dormant in you. That's what you about to tell me. Yeah, your ass could damn near have a plethora <laughs> of he different. He tested his wife. So his wife got pregnant three times. She got tested. So he just feels like he ain't got nothing. Yeah, and the earwax test. Remember the earwax test? See, don't follow this. Earwax test. You dig in your ear, get a little wax on your finger, and then you put it in her. If she jump, she got something. So you leave it alone. The nastiest part is that you have wax in your ears. Gross. You never that sound disgusting. Hell Don't no. Try that. What's that? An old remedy? <laughs> That's like some somebody great grandma. I'm gonna say. <laughs> what do they do now when you get burned? Like how do they fix that? Man. What do they do now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Look. Okay. Uh oh. Now nah, look. This not. This not about me though. So. <laughs> No, dead sure. ass. Look, on my brother Graham, I saw the guy on everything. Your homie guy. On ears. No, look, he ain't even had nothing, but he went to go get tested because he ain't know. They had to stick the thing in his Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why I asked you how they do it now, because back in that's what they used to have to do. They still do that. Still oh, do. It depends on the place, though. It depends on the place, though. What did he say it felt like? He was limping out that bitch. <laughs> Damn, it broke his leg. <laughs> nah, he was limping out that bitch, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, that's awful. I, I don't just, know how we got here. <laughs> I know, right? Because he got a song called Syphilis. <laughs> yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> you said on your dead whose grave? On my, on my dead brother, some of my dead homies. Oh, like, okay, okay. Yeah, I lo- I, like that's just coming from Chicago. I mm-hmm. lost a couple people. Mm-hmm. But it's just a part of that lifestyle. I had to make a change. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's too many statistics. And if I can help some of my peoples and myself, I'm not finna, we're not finna end up in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's just, it's too common. But that's smart to have the wherewithal. Like, okay, I got all this money now. Yeah. I can't go back to the hood. Cause a lot of people's mentality is I'm going right back to the hood. Oh, they I love. can inspire people. You yeah. can, ins- no, nah, it really be the stunt though. Like, that's how people, is it worth your life type shit? Like, mm-hmm. somebody, somebody that's not even your op could just see you, not know you, but like know who you are and want what you have and kill you cause they don't have it. Absolutely. And this is you up this weekend. Man, what? my whole head up and I'm just like damn and then I got to watching everybody six cents on it everybody saying that um oh it was the government or it was CB stuff and yeah. like bro ain't, ain't the time to be to be throwing out conspiracy theories my like that's damn near that's low key damn near trying to avoid Dealing what's been what's been going on right. for forever absolutely which is us killing each other exactly yeah
I do want to ask a question about, you know, rappers, you know, and like, do you feel like they underestimate the power they have to help eliminate stigmas like mental health in the black of community? Of course, of course. Mental health in the black community is an issue. I got homies that they come, they come to me not saying they think they got anxiety, but I know back in the day, especially the area that I used to hang with them at, they come to their mama telling them they got anxiety, she gonna be, what? Or that's the devil in you, we going to church, or, you know, they go to their dad, their dad tell them smoke a blunt. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's a it's a big issue that's not touched. What do you tell your homies when they come to you now and they say I got anxiety? They be like, you know, they be saying like that. They hair fucked up. They don't know what to do. And I really be hitting them like, you know what I'm saying? I'm here if you want to talk. You know, we could chop it up all you want. But I'm like, I just try to help them see their options. You recommend therapy to them? Anything like that? Some t like once or twice I didn't did that, but a lot of people ain't finna go to therapy. I, I don't know. Therapy. I don't know how I feel about it though. Therapy? Like the whole concept of it. I don't know. Like it's the same thing as you telling your homie you want that you want to talk to me. Is this fine? Is this going? It's find somebody to talk to, bitch. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel. I feel like some bad therapists probably ruined it for a lot of them. Cause some of them, I, don't, I feel like they don't even they don't even got themselves together. Mm. Yeah. You know what I realized with therapy? If like you can't go there expecting answers. Oh uh, hell no! So you go in there just to talk. You go in there, and a lot of times when you explain to something, I guess it's kind of like freestyling. When you explain yeah. to something, you kind of find the answers within you just talking yeah, to within somebody. you getting it out there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Freestyling I mean, is probably like therapy for you anyway. Oh yeah, for sure. It's weird. Sometimes I wish I could write, but it's hard to go back to writing when you freestyle all the time. It's super hard. But I ain't, I ain't writing so long. Probably since Lucid Dreams. Mm -hmm. How many records did you do with Nicki on, on tour? We didn't do nine. None. Nah. I was uh I recorded a lot though myself. Mm -hmm. I had actually a studio set up on a bus, and then we set up at every hotel room. You didn't try crazy. to get her to come in there and do something. That seems like the perfect time. I know, right? But no, nah, like I wasn't. I ain't even crossed my mind. Surprisingly, I was really just on my own time. Mm -hmm. I think we almost got. Then we get kicked out of a hotel or something. I think for smoking and and music. <laughs> it was like four in the morning. Mm -hmm. I was trying to record. And they bang on the door. Get out. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm tweaking. It was like it had to have been like ten, eleven in the morning, mm -hmm. and I had recorded damn there all night leading up to that, and then we got put out. Well, thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah, man, for sure. The pleasure's when mine. When the last time you told your your homeboys that you loved them and you appreciate them and you value them, man. Charlamagne oh. wants a hug. <laughs> no, for real. I think that all. <laughs> like no, on some real. Also, for also, real, we, been giving also, a hug black, black men, we gotta do that more to each other, man. No, no Charlamagne, give, I'll make a hug. Sure. Black, give black man a hug. Charlamagne. I love you, brother. I value <laughs> wow, you. They you go. Appreciate you. All right, there you go. No, but on some real <laughs> though, every time I talk to my homies, even if I'm busy and I just send them a text message that, like, you know, I ain't even really finna look for a couple days. I'm really busy. I'll be like, yo, keep your head up. Mm-hmm. Stay strong, love you, hit me if you need anything. Word, like, man. I, I make they sure don't. I, you know what I'm saying? All, especially all the people that really stay down and that's mm -hmm. still with me authentic, you know, authentically and not like on no artificial I make sure that yeah, I... Make your bros hug. Y'all hug, man. Y'all do hug. <laughs> Turn the camera on Hug. <laughs> Tell your brother you value him. Hey, G-Money. And you appreciate him. Y'all tough for no reason, hey, man. man. Y'all love y'all. Spread like, the love, man. You can't put hell down. Hey, get the depth. Get the depth. Get the dap. Get the dap. Stop trying to force people to hug all the time. Get the dap. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It means the same thing to us. Get the dap. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Kodak Black. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
Oh, man. Well, Kodak Black, let's discuss this. He was on Instagram Live, and he had some things to say about Lauren London now being a widow. Okay, well, people were very upset about that disrespect because clearly Lauren London is grieving and everybody's grieving over Nipsey Hussle passing away. And so that's when he was called out by numerous other artists, including T.I. Kodak Black, you got a pocket. Fix that quickly, expeditiously. Ain't nobody else gonna say it. I done said it to you, and if I see you, I'm gonna say it in your face. You out of pocket. Get your motherfucking self together. All right, in addition to T.I., the game also weighed in and said this about that Instagram Live video. This go for Kodak Black and any other disrespecting my nip name. Keep my name out your mouth. Keep his girl's name out your mouth. The wrong with you new all right, so clearly they were not giving Kodak Black a break here. Now Tank weighed in on the conversation as well and had this to say about helping Kodak Black in a situation like this. Kodak Black, that's not it, bro. You know, there are a lot of factors at play here. You know what I'm saying? Um, not only just the people that love and respect Nip and Lauren. You do business with us, with Atlantic Records. That's, that's a tough spot to be in, young fella. So I'm going to just let you know right now. Just get out in front of that man and... If you meant no disrespect, if you meant no harm, it's easier to say that than to play the play the tough guy. I was confused with the we you have business here. He's signed to Atlantic. So T I I mean Tank's an executive at Atlantic? Uh you said yeah, Tank is also on Atlantic. Okay, no, but he's, he's an, an executive. executive. He can he can call shots like that? I think he's just saying we all have business here at Atlantic, so I, I, And listen, and man. Nipsey was on Atlantic as well. What Kodak said is, is is really just how filthy people think. Like, Nipsey has passed, and if you go to jail or pass, brothers will be plotting on your girl. It's foul, but it's reality, and it's some extremely goofy stuff, some extremely goofy stuff to say because Nipsey's not even in the ground yet. But we got to have consistency when it comes to what we tolerate in our culture. Well, here's how Kodak Black responded to the backlash. They ain't post when I was saying, oh, bro, like, I'm about to turn up for my community and do a whole lot of positive shit. Cause of bruh, I never knew bruh, I only seen bruh one time. Hell yeah, I said what I said, what the f what y'all expect her to be single forever? I said I'd give her a year to grieve and cry. Hell yeah, she a bad bitch. Any one of y'all, if she try to holler at any, anybody, y'all ain't finna be like, oh nah, I can't do it. Cause of Nipsey, I said I'ma do positive and then she gonna see that and she gonna be like, you know what, oh you remind me. Oh, All right. You can't really justify a statement that you made earlier it was by foul. saying it was that. was totally wrong. 100% you just have wrong. to say, you know what? That was wrong. That's it. It's okay. Like to admit that you were wrong and that you said something was that was wrong instead of trying to justify what it was that you said and said anybody would do the same thing. Now he did even more after that, and this was his quote apology to Lauren London. If I disrespected you, Lauren London, in any shape or form, I'm sorry. Even though I didn't. And recipes to do. Y'all already know what I said. I said, do encourage me to do for the community. But anyhow, my bad to them too. Yeah, I didn't even say that man's name. Call him dude. And then he says, I, I, I apologize if I was wrong, but I wasn't wrong. You know, it's. You got to just be, a, just apologize. He was wrong. You made a mistake. You said something that was terrible to say at that time and just say it was wrong. That's it. And we could have moved on, maybe. I just wanted to have uh, have some consistency when it comes to what we tolerate. 
in our culture. That's all. What you mean? Because didn't the game make a whole record about smashing people's wives a month ago? I definitely didn't agree with that. People said he was wrong for that, though. Definitely didn't agree wasn't with that either. Ju- wasn't people jumping out the window? But that song never on, came out also, so we don't even know what was on it. Well, still, it wasn't people getting on Instagram saying, hey, you know, game, you out of pocket, yada, yada, yada. It wasn't, there wasn't nobody was doing all that. I don't think nobody heard the song because I never heard the song. Yeah, I never. I heard about it. But he's not going to put that song out because we haven't heard it since. So it might the backlash might have made him say, I'm not putting this song out. But this is about Kodak and how Kodak disrespected Nipsey and Laura London, especially at this time. He was foul. He was wrong for that. That's totally disrespectful. Now, there are radio stations that are banning his music. Big Boy did a post. That's just weird. He said, I won't disrespect my timeline posting a pic of Kodak Black. However, I will say this. I'm not here for the blatant disrespect and fake-ass apologies to disrespect the King Nipsey and the Queen Lauren is where I draw the line. Hip-hop has been very disrespectful lately. Not only is this disrespectful to hip-hop, but this is disrespectful to a beautiful human being, spirit, and a legacy. Sometimes I feel a certain way, but I don't publicly speak out. I just don't F with the person, place, or thing. This one, I can't just keep it on a personal chill. I can't tell anyone how to react, um, but I just think it's weird banning a rapper for disrespecting a woman when so much music from rappers over the years has been based on disrespecting women. Like, I just think all of this is weird coming you know, from a radio station. I've been thinking about that, and, and what Kodak said was, was totally foul, but it's like when... It's, it's kind of hard we for gotta radio stations to be a, with the moral police with this. Exactly. When, when, when so many people disrespect r- so many different things. He I, was yeah. foul and he was wrong. I think we can all admit that if he could, he could have apologized. And that's y'all, it. Y'all, and y'all, just y'all do y'all a real apology. The, but, but, how, but, but when do we ban records for, for exactly. things like that? You know, when, when do we ban records for somebody does something on the side? And I think it's foul. I'm not saying what he did is right. But it's like, how do we decide when we're going to ban a record? I just want Because a lot of rappers disrespect artists, disrespect women, disrespect so many things. I just it's want just, consistency. I just don't know when you ban an artist for that. Like, when do we play the that's moral all. police? When do we give somebody that much power to say, we don't like you, we're going to ban you? That's, that's a lot. Especially, I think, in L.A. where it really hits home. I get it. Because he's, he's from there. He's and foul. So the radio station totally there foul. has a personal connection and they were personally offended. They barely played Nipsey in L.A. on the radio. So I don't know. That's true. Come on, man. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Well, Donkey Today is up next. Who are you giving your Donkey to? Kodak Black, because I got some thoughts. A lot okay. of thoughts that I just need to uh, express for after that. All right. Yes. And we're going to get into a world premiere, all right? Schoolboy Q, Travis Scott. It's called Chopsticks. After we play this top of the hour, we're going to get that on. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Celebrate 25 years of moving the culture forward at the 2019 Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola, July 4th through the 7th in New Orleans. Featuring performances by Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Nas, her, among 50 more. Register for free events and buy tickets at EssenceFestival.com. You get donkey of the day, you you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day, you you dumb ass. You are a donkey. I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yes. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Uh, donkey of the day for Monday, April 8th goes to the young man, Kodak Black. Uh, I got a few thoughts about this. But I'm reluctantly discussing because I feel like I'm feeding the troll by even talking about this. And I'm confused at what pisses people off nowadays because I've watched Kodak Black disrespect dark-skinned women, disrespect young M.A. So the outrage over these comments he made about Lauren London just seem a little odd to me. I understand the circumstances because of the murder of the late, great Nipsey Hussle. 
it's totally confused me over the past week. I mean, that situation is heartbreaking on a number of levels, and it has me questioning a lot of things about life and things that I believed, in particular the law of attraction. And this is just something I'm going to work out uh, through therapy. But I just want people to be consistent with what we tolerate in our culture because we never are, okay? There is never a set standard our values. It's just a lot of selective morality based off who y'all like. Now, before we continue, let me play what made everyone pissed off at Kodak Black. This is Kodak on IG Live talking about Lauren London. Lauren London, that baby, though. She's gonna be out here single. She's gonna be a whole widow out here. I'd be the best man I could be, fuck. I'd give her a whole year. She might need a whole year to be, to be crying and mm. What Kodak said out loud, is what millions of dirtbags, millions of filthy dudes around the world are thinking. Nipsey has passed. You go to jail or you pass, brothers will be plotting on your girl. Dudes will be in your girl DMs talking about, I'm here for you if you need me. It's foul, but it's reality. And it's some extremely disrespectful, goofy stuff to say. I mean, Nipsey not even in the ground yet. But we have to have consistency with these things because the truth to the matter is Kodak Black is always saying disrespectful stuff in regards to women, just like majority of the culture is always saying disrespectful stuff in regards to women. Now, if we are at the point where we aren't tolerating this from anyone anymore, great. I'm all for that. But this isn't about what's right. It's about what's popular. And there's not a more popular topic in hip-hop in the world right now than Nipsey Hussle. Uh, Kodak Black doubled down on what he said, but tried to explain it a little better. Let's listen. They ain't post when I was saying, oh, bro, like, I'm out to turn up for my community and do a whole lot of positive shit because of, bro, I never knew, bro. I only seen, bro, one time. Hell yeah, I said what I said. What the What y'all expect her to be single forever? I said I'd give her a year to grieve and cry. Hell yeah, she a bad bitch. Any one of y'all, if she try to holler at any, anybody, y'all ain't finna be like, oh, nah, I can't do it because of Nipsey. I said I'm going to do positive shit. And then she gonna see that, and she gonna be like, you know what? Oh, you remind me. Uh, it's, it's, I'm, I got a headache already. Uh, well, this brought out all the OGs to check Kodak, in particular T.I. Kodak Black, you out of pocket. <laughs> Fix that <laughs> quickly, expeditiously. Ain't nobody else gonna say it. I done said it to you, and if I see you, I'm gonna say it in your face. You out of pocket. Get your motherfucking self together. The game had something to say as well. This go for Kodak Black and any other disrespecting my nip name. Keep my name out your mouth keep his girl's name out your mouth the wrong with you new see you shouldn't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who's who especially on social media see when you call people out on social media it just escalates the situation that doesn't need to be escalated pull up on kodak call him he will receive that wisdom from you differently than you getting on ig demanding that he fix it because social media is like high school it's just a bunch of people amping up a situation and you already know men got fragile egos and that toxic masculinity leads brothers to feel like they have to prove themselves and it can lead to violence and that's exactly what we don't want or need right now it's so hypocritical of people to mourn nipsey because he was tragically murdered but then wish death on kodak I saw people saying, please, God, take Kodak and give us back Nipsey. No, wishing death on Kodak's not right either. I don't want to see any black men taken away from their families for nonsense. Kodak just needs to be checked, and social media, to me, is not the place to check him. Well, someone clearly got through to Kodak because he apologized to Lauren and Nipsey, but still challenged everyone else to smoke. Let's listen. If I disrespected you, Lauren Nunders, in any shape or form, I'm sorry, even though I didn't. And rest in peace to do Y'all already know what I say. I said, do encourage me to do for the community. But anyhow, my bad to them too. But for all you other people like trying to fake act like y'all love boy me on the internet or checking me oh, on the internet, you could hit my line. 
see the fragile male ego. Toxic masculinity on full display. Kodak Field, he's been challenged, so now he wants to challenge. Uh, he was called out in front of people, so now he wants to prove he ain't no punk. See, if one of these OGs would have just called him, like he said, schooled him behind the scenes, he would have apologized and we would have moved on. But nope, now he feels he has to prove himself, and the guys who called him out probably feel like they have to prove themselves too. It's all just goofy. And now Kodak Black has been banned from radio stations in L.A. Uh, salute to Justin Credible. Salute to Big Boy. Uh, they say they aren't playing his music anymore. Here's the thing. We got to stop with this selective morality. If we're going to be consistent, we need to be consistent all across the board because it's just weird banning a rapper for disrespecting a woman when so much music from rappers over the years has disrespected women. I'm just confused at some of the stands people choose to take because we can't act like we are mad at Kodak because he disrespected Lauren. You're mad at Kodak for disrespecting Nipsey. And I understand that, but where is all this outrage when women are being disrespected, period? And you know my motto. I can't tell someone how to react, but I don't know if this is an offense worth banning someone's music over. But that's not a scratch either because Kodak has one record. What's that, ZZ? ZZ. ZZ? ZZ. That's been playing on radio for damn near a year, so the song is damn near burnt out. That's the only song he got on the radio, so it's not like you're making a real incredible stand banning his music, but that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying is, it's a bigger lesson to be learned than all of this, and the lesson to be learned is consistency. If we are at the point in hip-hop where we will not tolerate disrespect of women, great! I'm all for that. But the OGs have to know the youth learn from them, whether directly or indirectly. The game checked Kodak, but didn't earlier this year the game put out snippets of a song talking about smashing people's wives? Don't you think it's hypocritical to check someone for talking about getting with someone's wife when you made a whole song about it? Just because you don't like Kanye or Joe Budden doesn't mean it's cool for game to rap about smashing their wives. I just want us to be consistent when it comes to what we tolerate or don't tolerate in the culture. But I also want us to remember the wise words from the late, great Nipsey Hussle when he was on Big Boy in Big Boy's Neighborhood. He said this, and this applies to the Kodak Black situation. The public should not even react to clown shit. It, it should the public should follow the real niggas and the yeah. real niggas that react and so y'all don't react. Put the dude on goofy time and just let him sit over here and do what he's doing until that shit expire because it always gonna self destruct clearly. Mm -hmm. That's right. In other words, you give life to what you give energy to. So stop giving energy to goofy stuff. Please give Kodak Black the biggest hee haw. <laughs> The main thing, though, is I'm sure this is hard for Lauren Lennon to have to even hear about and deal with, so I do want to put it to rest just so it's not something that she has to keep on hearing about. I, I'm sure I, right now with everything else that she's dealing with, this is the last thing she wants to have uh -huh, to hear. I, I'm sure. With, with everything she's going through right now, I doubt she cares. <laughs> she's not paying attention to that goofy I stuff. can't say how she feels, but I just, just know it's, pro it's probably annoying. But, you know, the bad thing about it is we keep talking about it and reporting it. Right, we, that's we what I'm saying. Let's put it to rest because I'm sure the blog let's just posted, let this go away. It makes it worse. So I'm giving energy to goofy stuff. Right. So let's let's talk about it though. Let's open up this phone line. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> we come, just on. Said hey, 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 come on. So so we can put it to rest after we open up the phone lines? <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that want to call and talk about okay. it. Phone lines are lit up. Right. They want to talk about it. They want to discuss it. They can upset. we talk can we talk about the broader issue, which which is just us having some consistency in the culture? Cause there, cause there's never a set standard. There's never a set uh, a set of values that people abide by. It's what you mean? It's all selective morality. What do you mean? What are you saying? It's just like what I'm talking about. Kodak Black is always out here disrespecting women in some way, shape, or form. And now you, you want to ban his music, but then you're going to play other music that's disrespectful towards women. Like, it's just, it's, where's, where's the consistency? Okay. 800-585-1051. Let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it for Let's a second. Talk. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlamagne gave Kodak Black Donkey of the Day. 
Yeah, but but reluctantly, only because um, he said some donkey. He said some donkeyish. He did, but he always says donkeyish. You know what I'm saying? And listen, I love Nipsey too, but I just like to be consistent in what we tolerate in our culture. And right. it seems like we have selective morality when it comes to you know certain things. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, yes, he definitely disrespected Lauren London, but he disrespected Young M.A. last week, it and is. he's disrespected dark-skinned women before. It so is. now I'm seeing all of this outrage. But this one hurts more because the man can't defend himself. Nipsey's not here to defend himself or say anything bad. He doesn't say anything bad about Nipsey. He said nothing bad about Nipsey Hussle. I just feel bad for Lauren because she's in mourning. It was disrespectful. I let, you, I let you sit there for a year and cry before I, I come in. And Listen, Kodak call, Black. Call that man dude. Kodak Black is that's, a, that's is a 21-year-old man from Florida. Does that make it? Which means he's really 12. Oh, my And goodness. he's a dirtbag, okay? And he's he's representing for a bunch of other dirtbags out there who are thinking just like that. They they Nipsey ain't even in the ground yet. They already plotting on Lauren. It is disrespectful. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying he's always disrespectful. So why the outrage now? Like they want to ban his music? Like yeah, you want you want to ban his music, but then you're gonna play other records from the, other artists disrespecting the ban, women? The banning of music is a little too far. I mean, like you said, there's so much music out there, so many people out there disrespecting women. Hip hop has been misogynistic, chauvinistic, disrespectful Correct. to women since day one. Yeah, now, yeah. do I want that to change? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, but we got to be consistent all across the board. Can't with pick it. and choose. I got you, Ronnie. What's up, Andrew? What's up, Charlamagne? What's up, you? What Ronnie, up? What's up, what you think, brother? Ronnie? Hey, so, so, so check me out. Check me out. So Charlamagne kind of pointed out to how people all over the world are behind closed doors thinking about what Kodak said. The thing I take, think people are not taking into consideration is he said, I don't know, homie. So the personal effect of what he's saying, it, he, he's not going by it. Like, it's like, I, I don't know this guy, his old lady gone. I'm going to try to snatch him. So I, I really... I understand why it's wrong, but I don't understand why people are on him as if he's like, he's doing something different than anybody else would do in that situation. He doesn't know the person. He doesn't have a personal relationship with the person at all. That's true. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but it is it is still disrespectful. I, I agree, but not to the extent where people trying to ban him from radio. Exactly. People yeah, coming I, out demanding that he apologize. They should have said he shouldn't have said it, but like, I'm not apologizing to somebody I don't have no relationship with when people do it all the time. It's just person that it was. Hello, Sharon. What's going on? Hey, what's up, bro? Good morning, Sharon. Today is National uh-huh. Dog Farting Awareness Day. Just throwing that out there. Oh, my goodness. Now, we're talking Kodak Black. What, what do you think, bro? In my opinion, I don't think it's disrespect. I, I feel Charlemagne about you got to take accountability if somebody else do it. But the real thing is, I think it's going to be one of his homies later down the road that's going to holler at us. What? How it is. He thinks it's gonna be one of Nipsey's hus- uh, Nipsey's homies that's gonna holler at him. I'm not even. But we're okay. not talking about yeah, that. That's not, that's, yeah, we're, yeah, not, we're, not we're, we're not there. We're talking Kodak Black. So you don't you don't think what Kodak Black did was disrespectful? Mm, no, not really. I mean, because he didn't holler at her. He ain't trying to holler at her. He just said how he feel. I can see if he use my label. I can see if he with Nicki Hussle. But I don't see no disrespect. He just said what he said. Okay. I told I, y'all. I can see. I can see if he said. Oh, I'm finna get with her, or oh, that's this, this and that. But he did. I told y'all, this is how filthy people think. Nipsey has passed, and Brothers is already plotting on her. Like, it's a million dudes out there that's thinking just like Kodak. Kodak just said it out loud, and he happens to be Kodak Black. All right, well, 800-585-1051. We're asking your opinion on this whole Kodak Black Nipsey Hustle, Laura London situation. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. 
Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Kodak Black and some of the comments he made concerning Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle. I'm yes, not going to lie, though. When I, I heard it, it did make me be like, ooh, that's tacky. Yeah, I thought it was tacky. I thought it was foul. I thought it was disrespectful. There's just some, some things you, you, you don't say, you don't do. And I and I, I don't have no problem for from for T.I. for checking him. Uh, well, game well, no, as well. I, 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 don't, I don't think they should have checked him publicly, only because I think when you check him publicly, you know, men, we got such fragile egos, mm-hmm. and that toxic masculinity can lead... To, to situations escalating when escalating when they don't need to escalate. I think that, you know, they could have just called his phone. But I just think we got to have consistency with these kind of things because salute to the game, that's my guy, but he had a whole song talking about smashing people's wives and nobody jumped out there to check him. I think a lot of people was no, going No, they did not, though. and you know they didn't. I don't know why we sit there and lie. No, they didn't. I think they would have. I, I, I think a lot of people haven't heard the song because I haven't even heard the song. Listen, we know that he talked about smashing Kanye's wife. We know he talked about smashing Sin Santana. Mm-hmm. And just because you don't like Kanye or Joe Budden doesn't mean it's cool for game to rap about smashing their wives. So I just want it to be consistent when it comes to what we tolerate and what we don't tolerate. More. Yo. Yo, what's up, bro? Hey, yeah, it's Mal from Brooklyn, man. What's up, man? Yeah, dude, dude is a straight clown, man. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, this man just lost his life. His family and his kids is grieving. But because you ain't got no work on the street, you want to make yourself look hot at this man's expense. But what can you expect for somebody to look like Lisa Simpson? I get what Charlemagne is saying. <laughs> you, you feel what I'm saying? Don't disrespect Lisa what... like that. Lisa kind of cute on the low. Oh, now. stop it, man. Goodbye, man. <laughs> well, we having a, a conversation about a cartoon. Adora! Hey. Good morning, mama. Good morning, everyone. Good now, morning. what did you think about Kodak Black and the things that he said? Well, I feel like Kodak Black is absolutely disrespectful. Um, I feel like he should be canceled. Don't get me wrong. I understand what Charlamagne is saying. You know, if we don't hold it for everybody, we can't just start with Kodak. But we got to start somewhere. And what he did was ultimately disrespectful. And I feel like today's the day where we got to make that change. And we need to cancel people for saying stuff like that. You got to think before you talk, period. I agree with that, but I just think it's weird banning a rapper or canceling a rapper for disrespecting a woman when so much music from rappers over the years has disrespected women. I just I just think that's very hypocritical. I agree. Um, but maybe if it's just canceled for a moment, just to open his eyes a little bit. Just suspended. Just to give him a teacher moment. We should you cancel. Know, we, what he's doing is not okay. We should cancel behavior, not people. See the, see, the thing with that, Adora, is an artist like Kodak Black really doesn't care about the radio, I don't think, that much. He gets a lot of his money yeah. from streaming. His his whole career was made from streaming. I don't think he necessarily cares. I don't think he cares to do radio. I don't think he cares to do interview. I don't think he cares. But I think he cares what his peers think, and that's why I appreciate T.I. speaking up and the gang speaking up. I feel like if people speak up and speak out to him, maybe then he'll hear it. Like, okay, well, all these other rappers feel like I should maybe tone it down a little bit. The disrespect is kind of too much. And I feel like that's the way he's going to understand it from his people, the people he hangs with, and the people he knows. Yeah, it's a way to Thank do you, that, Dora. too, though. Because, like, I'm telling you, social media is like high school. So if I call you out on social media, then, you know, I'll, you automatically feel like you got to defend yourself, stick your chest out, and right. fragile male ego, toxic masculinity. I'm going to show you I'm a tough. That was tough? Shut up. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story, tough guy? The moral of the story comes from the late, great Nipsey Hussle when he was on Big Boy in Big Boy's Neighborhood, man. This is it right here. The public should not even react to clown shit. It, it should the public should follow the real niggas and the yeah. real niggas that react and say y'all don't react. Put the dude on goofy time and just let him sit over here and do what he's doing until that shit expire because it always gonna self destruct clearly. Mm-hmm. Simple and, and plain. Stop stop entertaining the goofy stuff, man. Stop giving energy to the goofy stuff. When you give energy to it, you give it life, man. All right. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle the Great. Absolutely.
All right. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about R. Kelly. Now, he had a plea for you guys to leave him alone, and we'll tell you what happened when he had a, a concert. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Coachella. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Man, Solange was supposed to be performing at Coachella, but they just announced on Twitter, due to major production delays, Solange will unfortunately no longer be performing at this year's festival. She sends her sincerest apologies. That's got to suck, especially if you was going to Coachella just to see Solange. Yeah, so unfortunately she won't be there. Um, I think there's still going to be Kid Cudi, Weezer, J Balvin, Childish Gambino, Ariana Grande. Yeah, he's going to be no there, right? Solange. Kanye's going st- still? Yeah, he's supposed to be doing, I thought, his Sunday service or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They're going to uh, Kodak Black's replacing Solange, though, for everybody. Oh, shut up. Ooh, anyway, wonder. Beyonce, in the meantime, as we told you before, has teamed up with Netflix for her Coachella 2018 concert film. It's called Homecoming. So it's going to prepare on Netflix. It's going to premiere on Netflix on April 17th. That is in between Coachella's first and second weekends. So that should be nice. I told you all that was happening. All right, and R. Kelly, he had a club appearance over the weekend. Now, first, he wanted to make sure that people would leave him alone and let him make his money. Yo, this is your boy, Kells, and um, I got an event to do tonight in Springfield, Illinois. So I want the media to take it easy on me, man. This is how I got to get paid now for right now. So when you see me in the club with a couple of drinks in my hand and chilling... Please, take it easy. Appreciate it, y'all. Thanks. I, I would can, even do that. I can hear the oldness in his voice. <laughs> Number one, he's 57 years old, so he don't want to be in the club. Number two, he got to be in the club because he got to make some money. got to pay the bills. But boy, he's going to take this $1,500 and be easy. All right, you're going to take this $1,500 <laughs> and perform ignition while you're here. They said the audience wasn't even 50 people tops. And people ended up, they said the tickets were initially $100, but then they had to drop the price to $50 to try to get more people to come. Yes. Uh, did they have ladies pee before 11? I mean, free before 11? No. And I think he performed, like they said, like 28 seconds. He did like a little snippet of a song. and then They said he performed for 28 seconds. Yeah, and that was it. $1,500. I told you what happened. <laughs> Take this $1,500. Throw ignition on. It's the remix to ignition. All right, uh, y'all. Yeah, all right, y'all. Thank cool. you very much. That's it. All right, now let's discuss uh, Gabrielle Union, and she had to defend Dwayne Wade. Now, according to Paul Pierce, he says that he was better than Dwayne Wade. Who's the better NBA player? That's easy. I can say that off the bat. That's me. <laughs> if you give me Shaq, if you give me LeBron, it did. Call the big three. Yeah, I, we got that late, but like early in my career. If, I mean, what are you if doing? If you right give now? me these guys early in my career, 24 years old, okay. you give me Shaq. When I'm 24, 25, you give me LeBron and Bosh. I'll be sitting on five or six championships. Easy. That's just ego talking. His answer was based off hypotheticals. If you give me, if you give that. The reality is Paul Pierce was a beast, but he's not on D-Wade's level. Now, Jalen Rose did defend Dwayne Wade. He's made All-NBA first team twice. Paul hasn't done it. He made All-NBA eight times to your four. He's made All-Defensive team three times to your zero. Ooh, zero. That's rough. He's won one scoring title. You weren't able to win a scoring title. That's too bad. He has three rings. 
You have one ring. Ooh, three is bigger than one. What is, oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> F your feelings. Yo. Yeah, F your feelings. Yo. After, I love that. Jeez. That's why the NBA Crazy. is so dope, because it's F your feelings. Here are the actual facts. <laughs> three is bigger right? than one. Now, Gabrielle <laughs> Union uh, also chimed in on Twitter. This Paul Pierce thing is wrong on many obvious levels, but what I find most troublesome is this idea of a man trying to diminish another man that looks like him, was raised like him in order to shine a tad brighter. Ish isn't entertaining. It's sad. It's not that But serious. wasn't it a question, though? Didn't they ask him? Wait, 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 wait. It's not that serious. This is just regulars sitting around. Yeah, they asked him. Talking, you know, about who's the best MC, who's the best ball player. Like, yeah. it's not that serious, Gabrielle. Paul Pierce is supposed to feel like he's the best, but it's not the truth to the matter. The truth to the matter is D. Wade is the third greatest shooting guard of all time uh, after Kobe and Michael. It was AI considered a shooting guard. If you AI considered a shooting guard, then some I'm people say D-Wade shooting, four. somebody say point. Yeah, they consider him a shooting guard. But then you might have to put D Wade three because he got three wings, three rings, and Allen don't got none. All right, now Gabrielle Union. Know. In the meantime, over the weekend was at Miami Gay Pride, and that was to support Dwayne Wade's son as well. So the one uh, that plays basketball? No, Zion. He's only eleven. Oh. So Zion, according to Dwayne Wade, he posted on social media, we support each other with pride. Zion had his own cheering section today. Wish I was there to see you smile. That's dope. His older brother, Zaire Wade, was also with him as well to show some love. So the whole family was there to show love to young Zion at the Miami Gay Pride. Okay. All right. So I think that's great. The family showing support and everything. Absolutely. Right? And uh, last thing, Tierra Marie, she has a new 50 Cent diss track. It's called I Ain't Got oh, It. Boy. They try to break me down, I tell them I ain't stopping I get my life on TV screens, I bet you watching I've been through hell and back, oh yeah, bitch, I'm back popping And if they ever tell me quit, that ain't an option Oh, you think you getting, I ain't got it Oh, you think you getting, I ain't got it She also hit 50 Cent on social media asking him for a feature <clears throat> so that she could help him pay help pay his money, so. Tierra Marie would love for y'all to come to her defense against 50 Cent. 50 Cent disrespects Tierra Marie on social media every other day. Where's the outreach? Any All outreach? All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. You nobody? None? Okay. But you know what? Hey, fam. Hey, fam. Coca-Cola oh, just came out goodness. with a brand new flavor. Yeah, you heard that right. They've now got Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar. Head to your closest retailer and try Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar today. Thanks, fam. All right. I'm going to be honest with you. That's a great idea for Tierra Marie to try to get 50 as a feature on that record. She yeah. asked him. He's not going to do it. All right. <laughs> if he wants his 30000 he should do it. 50 started off with, bitch, give me my money. And everybody going to play it and run it on the radio and not ban that. My goodness. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. We're going to start to mix off with that new schoolboy Q, Travis Scott, Chopsticks. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. You guys have a great day today. We forgot to even talk about the premiere of season two of The Shy, because you know that's my show. I'm excited. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it yet. You got to watch it, man. I'm it's a lot it of activity in this very first episode. I watched episode. it last night. It was very, very, very dark. Okay. It was yeah. very dark. It was I'm a bad day for most of the characters on the show. They had, like, the worst All day right. ever. And it upset even how it, Even immediately oh, when it starts, man. you're like, damn. I, I saw that coming though in the beginning. All right. Yeah, but at the end, I didn't like when they beat up that one. Oh, la, 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 la. That hurt my feelings, man. All right. Shout out to Juice World for joining us this morning. Yes, Juice, Juice, Juice World. World. I like that young man. He's Got a cool. good head on his shoulders. I'm disappointed that he doesn't drink juices and his name is Juice World. Very, mm -hmm. very true. He could actually be getting a sponsorship deal for some type of press juice out here. Give yeah. him one, yeah. I would love to, but he doesn't drink press juices, but I sent him some. No, okay. he can change his life. Drink fresh juice.
And shout out to Morgan Radford as well from MSNBC. We appreciate you for having us on all weekend long. Yes, thank you, Morgan. I saw she was hanging out with her father. Her father came into town all weekend, so they were having a great uh, daddy-daughter weekend. Nice. Well, see, the thing is, Morgan did such a good piece that uh, the rest of MSNBC decided to run it all weekend long. So it was on, like, Lester Holt show. I watched it yesterday. I, I forgot what show it was on yesterday, but... Yeah, salute to Morgan. She's a great investigative reporter. I always check her out, too. I watch all her stories. I saw one that she did a couple of weeks ago where she did, uh, interviewed people at the border and families that were torn apart, torn apart. So you see them, like, talking to each other through a gate where they have to come and meet up to just speak to each other. Really sad. It's, I think it's very humanizing because we see all these stories about the border and we read about, oh, families torn apart. But when you really see that in action, it's a whole different thing. All right. Now, um, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note for the people out there? Well, first of all, I want to salute everybody who came out to BeautyCon yesterday. Salute to Maj, you know, the creator and founder of BeautyCon. Mm -hmm. You're um, beautiful. I was out there doing an interview with Angie Wandu, who is the founder and CEO of The Shade Room. Um, they, 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 they honored her in a great way, so I was happy to do that interview. Angie's the homie. Mm -hmm. So the positive note is... It's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives. It's what we do consistently. Consistency is the key. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?